Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Skeptics and Seekers Sunday Sermon. This is a supplemental where we will continue the conversation that we started with Sarah. We will not cover Tyler Vela specifically. We have two more shows where we will cover more about Tyler's deconversion. He makes more videos, and Sarah and I will talk about them. Look forward to that in the coming months. Today, I just want to talk about four common mistakes that Christians make when one of their own announces that they no longer are a Christian. Let's get started. Mistake number one is reacting in such a way that puts the status of the relationship in doubt. Now, let me just back up a moment and say that when someone is coming out as an agnostic or non-believer or just a non-Christian, in the case of Tyler Vela, he wouldn't describe himself as a non-believer. He would describe himself as a non-Christian. He's still theistic. So we're just going to say non-believer to cover all of that. When someone comes out as a non-believer, it is because they want to maintain relationship with you. Now, follow me for a moment. As someone who has walked away from their faith and done so publicly, I can tell you right now, the people that I loved in church, the people that I was actual friends with in church, I wanted to maintain those, uh, those friendships. I wanted to maintain them. And anyone that I spoke to, especially on a one-on-one -on -one basis, it's because I wanted to maintain a relationship with them. If I didn't want to maintain a relationship with them, I would have just ghosted them. I, would, I wouldn't have been nervous about that conversation. You know, there, there would be no drama involved because I wouldn't care what they thought. So the very fact that someone is talking to you about this at all means that they have a relationship with you that they want to maintain. Now the ball is in your court. You have to react in a way that reassures them that the relationship is okay. You know, you, can, you don't have to agree with their decision. You don't have to like their decision. You can even argue with them about their decision. That's okay. R relationships can survive this. But before you do any of that, what you need to say is, wow, I, this is a, a big step and a big change, but I, I just want you to know that, you know, I still love you. I'm still your friend. We're still on for bowling uh, on Fridays. We're still going to meet for uh, coffee at Panera on Wednesdays. Uh, that's cool. Can we talk about your decision? You know, you need to do, you need, the first thing you need to do is reassure them that the relationship will survive and that it the relationship you had with them was not solely based on the fact that you had religious agreement. Now, unfortunately, it is simply the case for many Christians that the only basis for the relationship was religious agreement. And you don't realize that until you no longer have religious agreement. And, and that's where this drama and, and great sadness and disappointment come into play. You know, parents uh, often throw their kids, their no longer minor 
children out of the house. Because it's as if to say the only reason we loved you was because you were carrying on the torch of, of our faith. And now that you're not, we don't want to have anything to do with you. All right. And, and so for many Christians, it is true that the only reason they have anything to do with you at all is because of the race relationship that you have together through Jesus. And they don't have any time in their lives. They have no place in their heart for relationships that are not based on their belief in God and on their relationship with Jesus. Now, I don't know what to tell you about that situation. All right. Uh, in that case, pull the Band-Aid off quickly and just be honest. Well, you know, the only reason I cared about you was because of Jesus. Now that you don't have the Jesus part, I'm going to have to let you go. You're dead weight in my life. <laughs> you know, I don't know how you say that without sounding like a jerk. I don't think you can. But if that is not you, you need to, to rush in and very quickly reassure that your relationship is going to be okay. You need to react in a way that reassures the person that the relationship is going to be okay. So number one mistake that I'm mentioning, and possibly the number one mistake, is just to leave, to react the, uh, in a way that makes the person doubt uh, the solidity of the relationship. And it sends a message that is probably not how you feel, but it sends a message that the only reason I pretended to care about you was because of our shared agreement. So don't send that message. Number two, overreaction. One of the things that people almost always do in these situations, these coming out situations, is that they overreact. Of course, you're going to react to some degree, I mean, this is new information, and it's pretty surprising to you. Now, for some people, it's not all that surprising. You've seen the signs. But, you know, for others, it's it's pretty shocking, and you're going to react accordingly. That's pretty natural. I'm talking about, you know, the kind of over-the-top drama that we hear about when these announcements are made. This, this overreaction where the person listening to the announcement reacts as if what they just heard is your child was hit by a car and killed. It's, it's that same kind of reaction, you know, and, and I would say that there are certain kinds of news where an overreaction is the right reaction. You know, the, the previous example, um, that I just gave your, your child has, uh, you know, been molested by, a neighbor or an uncle or a teacher, I can understand a dramatic reaction here. The police comes to your door. Your child has been arrested because they have committed a heinous crime. I understand the, uh, the extreme dramatic reaction that you can have. But when someone tells you, you know, let's say your child tells you, that they no longer believe in God and they don't want to go to church. You should not react the same way as if you heard one of those other things where it would be understandable to, to react in a highly dramatic way. I mean, would you really rather hear that 
your child had been molested. Then to hear that your child no longer believes in your God. And there are some parents, believe it or not, who would say, oh, yes, I would rather hear that my child had been molested (laughs) than to hear that my child no longer believes in God. And I I just have to ask you to reevaluate your your priorities. And, you know, this is not always a parent-child relationship that we're talking about. So when a friend tells you that they no longer believe in God, you need to measure your reaction proportionately. And overreaction, uh, un, unfounded, uh, out-of-proportion reaction is going to always be a bad thing. Number three, denying agency. And one of the one of the things that happens quite frequently with an announcement like this, whether it is uh, I've lost my faith or I'm gay or lesbian, is to deny the agency of the person making the announcement. And you'll just kind of write it off and hand wave it away as uh, he's going through a phase. It's just a phase. This isn't a decision that you've really thought through and made uh, some hard choices about. No, this is just a phase. This is just hormones. This is just emotion. This is just confusion. This is just the lies of the devil getting to you. It's just a phase. It will pass. Saying this is a way of denying the agency of the person making the decision. Oh, it's those friends that you uh, that you got involved with. You're denying agency. Uh, it's those books that you read. You're denying agency. It's that heavy metal music that you were listening to. You're denying agency. And you're looking for all kinds of explanations for this change of orientation that do not involve the person making a personal decision and taking ownership of something important in their lives. And so by recontextualizing it into something that you can accept, you are taking away their agency and you are taking ownership. So the denial of agency is a common thing that people do, and it's hurtful. And you might, you might think that you're doing the right thing, but you're actually doing a very hurtful thing by taking away the agency of the person to make their own decisions about these things. Number four, refusal to accept the decision. So this is not quite the same as denying agency. You grant them all of their agency and that they've made the decision. You just refuse to accept it. You won't let them make that decision. You feel like it is your duty to force them to change their mind, to persuade them to change their mind, to persuade them that what they have decided is wrong and you will not let it stand. You refuse to accept the decision. 
So if a person is deconverted, you feel like it's your responsibility to reconvert them. You've got to make them see the error of their ways. And you might do this from a good, loving place in your heart. But I will tell you that I don't actually think it is a good place. It may seem like a good place to you, but your lack of acceptance of another person is not a good place. It is, it is the arrogant assumption that you know better than them what they need. That you know better, they don't know better, and you are going to have to instruct them from your great wisdom on how to live their lives and what they should and should not believe. You cannot accept their opinion unless their opinion is the same as yours. And when it is not, you go on this campaign to change and correct their opinion because you don't accept theirs. That's annoying. I've, I've got to tell you, uh, it's annoying almost every time. Now, Tyler Vela has said in the video that we discussed that uh, he's not upset by people who react this way. He knows that it's coming from a good place. And yet he said in the same video that this type of behavior is what makes him not want to <laughs> continue relationships with Christians. So I think he's, I think he's kind of struggling with how to talk about it. I can tell you right now that it is very obnoxious when you have made a decision and then someone comes along and then tries to unmake it for you as if you were a small child who is incapable of making a good decision for yourself. And in fact, when you do this, you exhibit all of the other things that I talked about. You exhibit the idea that your relationship is in danger if they don't turn things around and agree with you. So it's very important that you come in and change your mind. This is, this is one of the things you... Uh, exhibit. And, and this is true for all of the other things as well. And so it is very important that when someone comes out to you, whether it be sexual orientation or metaphysical belief, that you process it in a way that respects their decision. It's not even about respecting their opinion. You don't have to agree with their opinion but you don't decide on other people's opinion. They do. And so if you feel some kind of evangelistic urge coming on when you hear this news, you need to stomp it down. This is not your job. Even as a Christian, I would have said, this is not your job. This is the job of the Holy Spirit. This is not what you do. You don't save people. The Holy Spirit saves people. It, and you've got to let God do his thing in the lives of people. You also have to allow people to explore their doubts, even when their doubt leads to leaving the faith all the way. You can still hold out hope, if it's important to you, that they will come back at some point. But you have to let go of the idea that it is your job, your eternal duty, 
to not accept their decision and make sure that they change their mind so that they agree with you again. Okay. Those are the four things uh, that I wanted to talk about, four mistakes that Christians routinely make when someone comes out. This is not an exhaustive list. This is not exhaustive at all. And so if you would like to add some of your thoughts, feel free to do so. Skeptics and Seekers dot squarespace.com sign into your discuss account and discuss away and we will see you next time bye bye